On May 16, 2019, Sarah Kumalo became the first black African woman to summit Mount Everest. This was her fourth attempt. This is Vimbai E, and you are listening to another episode of The Way She Carries Podcast. Sarah Kumalo was born in 1972 in Zambia, but grew up in a township in Johannesburg. As a kid, she loved watching shows about superheroes like Wonder Woman, Superman, and She-Ra. There was something about seeing these characters use their superpowers to accomplish seemingly impossible tasks. She also loved that they were fearless and used their supernatural abilities to save the world. She wanted to be on top of the world one day, just like them. Sarah, however, couldn't help but notice that none of the superheroes she saw on TV were relatable to her. For one, they didn't sound like her. Neither did they look like her. She could never be them, she concluded. As she matured, she began to delve into the stories of African heroes like Kwame Nkrumah and Nelson Mandela. Then the dream got even closer as the women's rights movement made strides towards equality. She saw just how much one can achieve when they set their minds to it. And that included her. She wanted to summit the seven highest peaks of the world. In 2012, she set out to summit Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Along with some friends, she raised money to renovate a children's home in Johannesburg by adding an outdoor gym and converting one of the rooms into a library. And just like that, she was bitten by the mountaineering bug. Just because she was a girl from the township didn't mean she couldn't be a superhero in her own right. She was going to conquer Everest. For context, most expeditions to Everest take around two months and 306 people have died on Everest between 1922 and 2019. Many of the bodies remain on the mountain to date. Its summit is 29,029 feet above sea level or 8,848 meters. The temperature at the Mount Everest summit in January is on average minus 33 degrees Fahrenheit or minus 36 degrees Celsius. Now this temperature can drop further to minus 76 degrees Fahrenheit. Two years later, in 2014, she stood at the foot of the mountain ready to make her ascent. She was excited and nervous. This was a dream come true. She said in a TEDx talk, quote, I was complacent and excited that I got to base camp and forgot that my journey was really the summit. And three days after we got on to base camp, there was an avalanche that killed 16 Sherpas and the mountain was closed, end quote. Sarah was forced to abandon her quest and return home. Don't worry about it. At least you tried, her friends commended her when she got home. But she was not satisfied with simply trying. 
She needed to prove to herself that she could reach the summit and show her kids, by example, that they could do anything they set their minds to. In 2015, the following year, she went back to Everest and climbed higher than she did the previous year. But at Camp 2, there was an earthquake. The surrounding mountains began to avalanche and Sarah and her Sherpas were in grave danger. They were stuck at Camp 2 with no food, no supplies or sleeping bags to keep them warm. They had left all of their gear at Camp 1. They braved the cold for two days and barely survived. Fortunately, on the third day, they were airlifted to Camp 1. When she reached base camp, she saw the magnitude of devastation. The earthquake killed over 8,000 people in Nepal. She was fortunate to be alive. Needless to say, the mountain was closed once again. She said, quote, I came to Johannesburg to people saying, ah, shame, you tried. Maybe this is not for you. But I said to myself, it is for me. I need to go back, end quote. Two years later, now 2017, Sarah was back and went even further than she had in her two previous attempts. Third time's a charm, she thought. To get to the summit, climbers must leave Camp 4 at midnight in order to reach the summit by morning, giving them enough time to return to Camp 4 before nightfall. Before reaching the peak, climbers must brave the death zone, which is an area above 8,000 meters in altitude where there's so little oxygen that the body begins to die cell by cell. Sarah arrived at base camp this time Sarah reached the south summit, just 99 meters from the top, but bad weather prevented her from going any further. The winds were just too strong. She had almost made it. Sarah and her Sherpa decided to return to Camp 4 for the night and then try the next day. As she was descending, she lost consciousness close to Camp 4 and was left for dead in the death zone. She said, quote, the Sherpa went to call for help. They came and helped me. I came back home after being rescued from Camp 2. And for a while, I too believed that maybe the naysayers were right. Maybe this was not our thing. Why has no one like me done this? End quote. Sarah went back to normal life. But one day, her then 15-year-old son asked her a probing question. When are you going back? You see, to him, it wasn't a question of if, but when. Sarah had always taught her boys to never give up, even in the face of failure. If something doesn't work the first, second, or third time, they should find another way to reach their goals. She realized that she couldn't give up she had allowed the voices of those who said she couldn't do it because she was a black African woman get the best of her. So in 2019, Sarah went back to Everest with a different strategy. She utilized the lessons she had learned from the previous attempts. This time, she had a smaller team and had a leader who had reached the summit many times over. She said, quote, I didn't go with the summit in mind. I went with just the next camp 
If I could get to camp one, if I could get to camp two and three and four, end quote. On May 16, 2019, Sarah made history as the first black African woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. She was on top of the world, literally, 66 years after the first person did. She turned 48 that year and became the superhero nobody believed she could be. Sarah has built five libraries for children in South Africa and has raised over 1.8 million rand for children's education and literacy. But Sarah hasn't stopped there. On October 25, 2020, she set out to conquer yet another challenge, breaking a Guinness World Record for charity by riding a stationary bike for eight hours. She raised nearly 44,000 US dollars to build digital libraries for children in rural South Africa whose education was impacted when schools closed due to the pandemic. Today, Sarah is a motivational speaker, award-winning mountaineer, Mandela Library's ambassador, entrepreneur, and business executive. In recent years, she has been the recipient of a number of awards. In 2014, she received the winner of the Kip Drift Golden Endurance Award, 2017, the MMI Lesedi Awards, 2018, Ministerial Recognition of Excellence Award, 2019, the Sportswoman of the Year, and the Woman of Stature Award in the Sports Category 2020. Sarah's story gives me all the feels. She took a dream that she had, and even though she had never seen anybody like her achieving it, she decided she was going to go for it anyways. We all have our own peaks that we're trying to reach, things that we think are impossible. Maybe somebody told you that when you were younger. You'll never achieve this. That's not for us. People who come from our neighborhood don't do these things. But my question to you is why not? Why not you? If God has placed it on your heart to do, you can do it. So climbing mountains is not for everybody. But I want to challenge you today to think about the peaks in your life. What is it that you deem impossible? And now I challenge you to go for it. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Sarah's story. For more stories like these, head on over to thewaytocarries.com. Please also remember to subscribe and rate this podcast. And give me some feedback. Let me know what you like and what you think can be improved upon. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. This is Mumbai E. Until next time, take care.